Hello, welcome to your floating bed. It's lovely to have you back on another sleep journey. We've got lots of new listeners and I just want to say hello and welcome on board your magical floating bed. This is a very special community that we've built together where we all gather together and go on a journey through our imaginations. And along the way, we learn effective ways of keeping calm and settling ourselves when we have really fizzy minds. So I'm absolutely obsessed with um, Harry Potter. Um, So I really wanted another Harry Potter sleep journey. Um, And I think a lot of you guys were as well. Yes, thank you so much to so many of you getting in touch and asking to visit the wizarding world of Harry Potter again. Thank you so much, Alice and Ben and Dia and Lacey and Aria. So let's get ready for another visit to that wizarding world. And whilst you take a moment to get yourself all comfy, whatever that looks like to you, curl up, stretch out. I just want you to be really comfy. And let me say a very big hello and a very big thank you to Nathan and Thomas Pledger, to Teresa, Teddy and Georgie, to Nick and Emily Feezy, and to Gillian Skiddy and your family. Because this journey was made possible with your very kind support is very much appreciated. And to any grown-ups listening, if you're in a position to tip, you can find our tip jar in the show notes. So, let's get ready to float away. Okay, let's start by just getting ourselves settled and breathe in. Fill your tummy with air and then blow it all away. Just let it all go. And in your mind, ask yourself, how are you? How are you feeling today? We use these times of calm to check in with our feelings. Because when we take the time to check in with our feelings, it helps us to understand ourselves better. To express ourselves better. And to understand our place in this big world around us. But it's not always easy to express how you're feeling. So maybe if you're struggling, you can think of just one word. Or if it's difficult to put into words, maybe you can think of a colour that expresses how you're feeling. Or can you express how you're feeling through a facial expression? Maybe you can think of a sound that could express how you're feeling. Just take a moment to focus on how 
your feeling. And let's take another inhale through your nose. Fill your tummy with air and blow it all away. And again, let's breathe in through your nose. Fill your tummy with air and blow it all away. And imagine a magical wand hovering over your body. Imagine it. What does it look like? What size is it? What's it made from? Does it have anything at its core, like a lot of the wands in the world of Harry Potter? Maybe it was made by Ollivander, the wand maker. Imagine the wand hovering over your body. And the wand is sprinkling magical dust all over you, all around you. And as the magical dust falls all over your body, you feel its magic. You feel calm. You feel happy. Like a happiness spell is being cast all over you. And as the magical dust falls all over your body, you feel each part of your body relax. Your toes and feet relax. Your legs feel calm and relax. Your bum and lower back relax. Your shoulders relax. Your chest relaxes. Your arms relax. Your jaw and your face relaxes. And you're so calm. And you're so still so comfortable within your body and your body is feeling heavy and that sleep magic is all over you and you continue to watch the wand hovering over you and you realise there is a hand holding the wand And attached to the hand is an arm. And attached to the arm is a shoulder. And suddenly a head appears with a mop of scruffy black hair, bright green eyes and a big smiling face. Do you recognise who it is? 
it's Harry Potter. And you're so pleased to see each other. And he invites you to come on an adventure with him. So you join him under his invisibility cloak. And it wraps around you. And the world outside can't see you. You are invisible. And you're about to embark on an adventure. And you are safe under your invisibility cloak. No matter where you may adventure to, you are safe. You are ready to go on your journey through Harry's magical wizarding world. But how? And you remember, you know how to create your own magic by relaxing your body. So together with Harry, you both inhale, breathing in very slowly, very gently, filling your tummy with air. And as you breathe out, you tell yourself, I am magic. And you take hold of Harry's hand and apparate. It's a sensation like you're being squeezed through a tube, floating through the air. And you land in the leaky cauldron, a popular wizarding pub. It's a bit small and dingy, but very welcoming. It is full of travelling wizards and witches, taking a break and enjoying a drink. And behind the leaky cauldron is a small courtyard with a dustbin. And Harry shows you that you must find a magical brick in the wall by counting up three bricks from the bin and two across. And you tap the brick and a hole appears in the wall, growing bigger and bigger, forming an archway. And Diagon Alley appears before you. You feel the cobbled streets beneath your feet. And Diagon Alley winds before you. Rows of shops, selling robes, telescopes, quills, potions. Everything a wizard could need. And you enter a bookshop called Flourish and Blots. The shop is stacked from floor to ceiling with shelves and shelves of books. So many books. And you climb the shelves and you explore the books. Which book will you choose? There is fantastic beasts and where to find them. A history of magic. Magical Me by Gilderoy Lockhart his big smile posing on the front cover. The monster's book of monsters, trying to chomp at you 
but it is strapped up and buckled tight. There are so many books to choose. There is so much to read. There is so much to learn. In this magical world, and your real world, you can learn anything. It's all up to you. And coming towards you is a girl carrying a ginormous pile of books, piled so high she can't even see over the top of them. And she trips, and the books fall all over the floor. And as you help her pick up the books, you realise this bushy-haired girl is Harry's best friend, Hermione. And she tells you all about the books she has chosen. She tells you about everything she is learning. And you admire her passion for learning. And it encourages you to learn more. There is so much for us all to learn. And you climb back under Harry's cloak and you take a slow breath in, filling your tummy with air. And you breathe out slowly and gently and you tell yourself, I am excited to learn. I am magic. And almost instantly, you apparate and arrive outside the burrow. A crooked little house, several stories high, with four or five chimneys on top. And you walk in the front door, past several rubber boots thrown around the doorstep. And inside, you find the Weasley family warm and welcoming. The chaotic, buzzy atmosphere is full of laughter and bustle. Mrs. Weasley is in the kitchen cooking delicious food in a large copper saucepan, using a mixture of magic and her own brilliant cooking skills. Her youngest daughter, Ginny, lends a hand and also sneaks a taste. The large fireplace creates a blaze of bright green flames, and Mr. Weasley arrives home via the flu network from his job at the Ministry of Magic. You hear explosions coming from the twins Fred and George's bedroom as they try out products and inventions for their shop, Weasley Wizard Wheezes. And they pester you to try their nosebleed nogar and fainting fancies. Harry's best friend, Ron Weasley, is in his small bedroom at the top of the house. The walls are covered in posters of the Chudley cannons. Ron makes you laugh with his sarcastic wisecracks. He is a loyal friend to Harry, and it makes you think of all the ways you are a good friend. Are you kind? Are you tolerant? 
How are you a good friend? And you take a ride in Mr. Weasley's enchanted flying car. His light blue Ford Anglia. It's a bumpy journey in his flying car, floating through the sky, watching the land go by below you. And again, you breathe in really slowly and gently, filling your tummy with air. And as you breathe out again, you remind yourself, I am a good friend. I am excited to learn. I am magic. And you land with a bump in the grounds of Hogwarts Castle. You admire the grandeur of the magnificent castle before you. And Harry introduces you to the Marauder's Map. And with a tap of his wand and the simple command, I solemnly swear I am up to no good. The map comes to life, revealing the location of everyone in Hogwarts Castle. Little footsteps cover the page. And under the invisibility cloak, you begin an adventure around the castle. Exploring the corridors, the walls are lined with bewitched portraits and pictures. The maze of staircases is ever moving and rearranging themselves. And the map leads you out to Hogwarts Quidditch Stadium. The match is about to begin, and you will be your team's seeker. And maybe you're nervous. Maybe this is your first time playing Quidditch. Maybe the cheering crowd is making you anxious. Or maybe watching the other players zooming around at breakneck speed is making you nervous. But you know... All you must do is take a deep breath, fill your tummy with air. And as you breathe out, you remind yourself, I believe in myself. And you jump onto the Quidditch pitch, feel your broom between your legs and you kick off of the ground and you soar high up into the sky around the stadium flying up through the clouds you can hear Lee Jordan's quick-witted commentary and jokes Professor McGonagall scowling at him when his jokes go too far you see Cho Chang cheering in the crowd the popular Ravenclaw student and lover of Quidditch. You also spot Luna Lovegood, Harry's quirky friend, with a wonderful aura of calm. And she has her wand stuck behind her ear and wears a necklace of butterbeer caps. 
and you are searching for the golden snitch. Around you, the other players swoop and dive. The Quidditch balls blast past you, either being thrown through the three hoops or it's the bludgeables trying to knock you off your broom. But you repeat to yourself, I believe in myself. And you spot the twinkling golden snitch before you and you drop like a heavy weight and grab it from the air, wrapping your fingers around it so tight. And the crowd cheers. You feel so proud of your team. You feel so proud of yourself. And you celebrate with your house. You celebrate with the whole school. You celebrate with the extraordinary wizard Albus Dumbledore, headmaster of Hogwarts. And he's smiling at you through his long white hair, his long white beard, his kind, sparkling blue eyes. And he reminds you of everything you have learned from your journey through the wizarding world of Harry Potter. And you remind yourself, I believe in myself. I am a good friend. I am excited to learn. And I am magic. And you take a deep breath in, filling your tummy with air. And as you breathe out, you kick off of the ground and you are flying through the air on your broom once more. Flying up through the clouds, gliding around the towers and turrets of Hogwarts Castle, over the rooftops, feeling the wind blowing through your hair. You feel so free, so light, so liberated. And you float way up high, higher and higher, floating on and on. On and on, on and on. Until you arrive back in your surroundings, back where we first began. And you're probably exhausted by your journey. And when you wake, Remind yourself of everything you learn on this journey. I believe in myself. I am a good friend. I am excited to learn. I am magic. 
Thank you for coming with us on this journey. Good night.